0: The New Orleans Pelicans fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 102-111. to 111. I'm Chad Chaz, that's Chris, and that's Ross. Let's talk about it. Yo, the Pelicans had another lost in the grueling game. Tough way to lose it, but um happens, man. We're here to talk about it, guys. Um, Chris, saw the team uh, battle back at the end. They lost the lead, managed to get the lead back. Um, what do you take away from these last uh, – what does last game in particular? We already spoke about the Denver game. What do you take away from this game in particular?
1: Um, yeah, man, um, you know, I, I think you're watching a, a team do um, – that's in their heads as a collective right now, tr- pressing, overcompensating as a group trying to just get another win – and which we know you know will happen right now, but you know, here's what happens. You know, when you when you're struggling right now and you're playing bad basketball, there are there are things that come with it, um, bad quarters, turnover, riddle quarters, just silly things that you shouldn't do. Putting yourself in holes that you gotta fight back through towards the end of the game is just not sustainable. And um, you know, the frustration kind of boils over. We see Willie Green get thrown out of a game. Uh, he didn't he didn't curse. And we can't curse, so I can't say what, what he should have said. But you know, uh, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of things right now on a team that, that has kind of lost their way in their swagger, um, broken elements. And um, you know, I, I don't know how you fix it without a break or um big time reinforcements that return, whether it be from injury or um from on an opposite or an opposing team.
0: Ross, uh Brandon Ingram of course um, made his return tonight um, went, went four from, four for 18 from the field, 05 from behind the arc um, scored six, six critical points in the last two minutes. um 13, five and five in 26 minutes. How did you uh, how did you view his performance tonight? Was it the return you had hoped for as far did he look mobile? Did he look refreshed? In your mind?
2: Um, no, it, it, it was not. Um, and, and look, we're all guilty of it. I'm especially guilty of it. You expect these dudes to come back and just be ready. I mean, he hadn't played in a competitive game in two months. Like it, it you. We you should we should see this coming. I mean, he was terrible. He was bad tonight. He looked sluggish. I thought he looked a little slow. Mm-hmm. Handle was sloppy. Some silly turnovers. Um. You know, he took a bunch of threes. Generally, when a guy's doing that, yeah, I mean, he, he just didn't—he he didn't look good. It—it's it, not a—but I'm not gonna. I was—I I was still at least happy that he was out there. Um, hopefully, you know, he just plays through some of that rust and gets gets his legs back under him and stuff. And that's, you know, that's like the. It's almost like another layer of frustration when these guys are out so long, because then it's like, you you want to be excited that they're back. And then you watch him play, and it's like, man, almost like, almost wish you could have like gone to the G League or something, and, like worked, you know, worked a week of kinks out or something. Because, I mean, it's just not, you know, he, he wasn't. And I'm not gonna blame him necessarily for the performance today. Um, I mean, it's just his first live action in two months. I mean, I, there's not really much else to say. Like, yeah, I, yeah, no, I thought he played that.
0: Okay. <laughs> <I don't>, <laughs> um. <laughs> um... Man, of course, the timeline was going a little crazy. Two guys, I, I really have to ask y'all to rate their performances. Um, for one, I have to ask about Coach Green. We saw Coach Green, you know, show a little emotion, and who knows, maybe that sparked the comeback from the team. But also in the third quarter, you saw Coach Green um allow Minnesota to um, you know, tie up the game. He relinquished the lead, go up by close to double digits and he didn't call a timeout until the game had already um, seemingly gotten out of hand. Um, how would you guys rate Coach Green's performance prior to him um, being tossed from the game? Uh, Ross, you, you go first. You're
2: not not good, not good. We, we we've seen these quarters here over the last few weeks where it's like the the we like, you know, it, you can just see it coming, and it, it feels like some. And maybe there's nothing you can do about it, right? I mean, yeah, we could call timeouts, and you could make changes, and all that good stuff, but. Um, you know, this one, especially, it just felt like kind of even going into halftime the last, like two minutes going into halftime. And then you came out in like the first two minutes of the the third quarter, you know, maybe you had a leaky tire and then another two minutes, you had two leaky ones. And then by six minutes in, like the wheels had come off (laughs) and it, it just felt like we didn't do anything to try to stop that bleeding. When, like, you know, it's coming, like, you've you taken by you, you, you getting beat up, taking a bunch of body blows, man. Like, call it, you've you got to call some timeouts. I and mean, even if you call two or three in a row, who cares? Like, I get so frustrated with the saving the timeouts and saving the challenges and everything. Like, bro, use them. Like, we got you, like, you got beat 39 to 20 in the third quarter, or whatever it was. Like, that was the game. That's it. Like, we don't, if we're not in a spot right now, Brandon is not in a spot right now to bring you back. Like, it's not. Yes, the team does a good job of fighting back. Like they've got a bunch of competitors on the team, and that's great. And it's hopefully, at some point when we're healthy, that stuff matters again. But we've got to be more concerned with like we got to keep games closer than than they for keeping them.
0: Yeah, every every game can be an uphill battle. And oh, if. Oh, if the ref don't make this call, man. We could have pulled it off and it's like, don't 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 put yourself in that position every single night for the ref to have that much um impact on the game. Um Chris, what are, what are your thoughts on uh Coach Green's performance tonight?
1: Yeah, I mean, average C minus. Uh I think one of the downsides of being, you know, someone that is a a, a a group guy, you know, community being about family and togetherness. The downside of that is that sometimes you put too much trust and belief in your players to figure it out. And, you know, Willie, you know, unfortunately, you know, being a, being a former player, you know, he's, he had to, he depend. he's been in the locker rooms to know how sometimes these things, these things go. And it's, it's good when you, dig from those experiences and some of the, the spots where your players look each other's in the eye, but you also have to remember some of the negative moments that were successful when as a coach, a coach is able to show you your mistakes and hold you accountable. I'm not here to say that I know every single thing that's going on in the locker room and those practices and how players and um are being held accountable. But I mean, it's just, it's just a, you know, a part of life that, Sometimes, man, you know, those timeouts, things are getting out of act. Yeah, yeah, you have veterans that are that are supposed to that have been in these situations enough to figure things out. But basketball, sports, period. There are things, momentum's a real thing. So when you start missing shots that you're not supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to miss. You're 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 accustomed to making things stop stop falling your way. And next thing you know, five minutes have gone and you haven't scored. You're it's your job to manage and call a timeout at that point. Now he got the getting thrown out thing right he got that right that was the right. perfect time to end up doing it and the perfect part of what his season is kind of uh has is is currently or presently at but it's those little things throughout games and you saw chris finch do them when your team is up 15 and then they're down by 10 you call the timeout. your team is up by 10 and then it's seven or then five another time yeah
0: yeah he was yeah it yeah and I, I actually think um with as close as the game was at the end, I do think those timeouts did thwart a possible loss for Chris Finch. Um, Another guy, man, we got to talk about this guy. He's been getting a lot of flack all season, but uh, Herb Jones, man. Herb is struggling across the board right now. Uh, And, of course, we didn't anticipate that coming into this season. At this point, do you guys think – no, Herb is an an older – you know, second year player, you know, he's about 24. Do you think a lot of this just kind of is who Herb is, or you think right now he's going through some mental hurdles? Uh, either one
1: you got to go first,
2: yeah. I'm, yeah, go ahead, Chris, because I've got a long winded response.
1: It, it's just oh, a lot of it right now, man, and and and, and most of it is, um. While wow. no player is perfect, when when you ask that question, we're talking a lot about his his offensive performance and his capability right, right now. And I look at it, and mainly in a jump shot, it looks mechanical, man. It's a it's a problem. And like if you if you line up his jumper from last year to right now, and how he was using his legs more last year, um, today, I mean, right now, it's it's all arms. It's different. It's not as up and down. It's way more stronger off, uh, you know, off the off the back iron on the opposite side of the rim, um, and you combine that with where his confidence is right now, just not just hoping, trying to wish the you know wish the ball in. That's not the guy that showed up to start last season, right? You got a dude that worked on his jumper, and knew the only way he was gonna really be able to play right away. Injuries happen, of course, but him to be able to be in the starting lineup of a play as long as he was, he worked on his jumper and you saw that kind of play into last year, mainly the beginning and a half, because it started to fall off and Taylor back off towards the end. Yeah, but
0: the year. we're
1: back there again to where his jumper seems to just be broken. And mentally right now, the combination of that, maybe not having the time to fix it and make the correct adjustments and just him not completely trusting and believing in it right now is just, this got you a recipe for disaster right now. His offensive game,
0: Ross. Um, you think it's time to well, pivot?
2: Uh, well, uh, let me. Uh, uh, yes, a little bit, but but I, and I'm not giving up on him. I just I don't want to go away from the defense either because I, let let let's just start here, right? I mean, field goal percentage down, three point percentage down. All you know, offensive stuff is down across the board. Um, Even if you look at some of the advanced stuff, he's been a, you know, I, I could find some things that point to him being an average player. I think it's <laughs> probably been a, a below average player this year um, by, by most metrics. And offensively, what he's doing to us is, is, is painful to watch, right? Because there was a lot of instances tonight where Kyle Anderson or uh, – or Edwards, Anthony Edwards, just weren't even guarding him. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, just straight, yeah. just not
2: guarding you. I mean, th- your guy is standing either at the elbow or between the block and the elbow, just just cutting off driving lanes for other guys. I mean, just not guarding you. Simple as that. They're, they're, it, you don't have to be a, a basketball aficionado to watch that game and say, poof. I mean, it claw- so he's clogging That guy number he's five, he not, he's just out there. He's just out there. And, and and so whether it be a sophomore slump whether it be uh, some injuries that, that have contributed to it. You know, I'm, I'm not certain. Defensively, you know, you had those moments last year where he made it really tough on guys. Um, you know, uh, it, it, this year, it's like, man, I, I could go through. I mean, I, he only played about 25, 30 games, whatever it is this year. I mean, I could go through half of those. Hell, I got half of them pulled up right now. Anthony Edwards hung a 37 bird on him tonight. A couple of weeks ago, Luka. Uh, I mean, look, I get it. These guys kill everybody. Luca, 34. A couple games before that, Shea, 44. A couple games before that, Giannis, 40-something i mean this list goes on and on a couple games before that Devin booker 58. These,
0: now these he's, guys are the best of the best <laughs> okay
2: okay fair enough jordan clarkson 39. you want me to keep that yeah, gary, gary, gary trent jr 35. i mean that's I, I pretty good i mean i got I, I mean i got game after game after game after yeah. game here of, you know and look you can't say yes i do i get it those guys put up a lot of points usually somewhat efficiently against most people Herb is supposed to be a first team all defense guy. Like he's supposed to be a guy that that doesn't allow the, you know he's supposed to be a guy that takes somebody that averages 28, 29 and they get 22 and an inefficient 22 that night. The nights have- they're, they're the nights they're playing us, they're going above and beyond. Like yeah, they kill everybody. Well, they're killing our first team, our supposed first team all defense guy. I mean, they're taking him to the wood shit. Go look at it. We're talking about 40s and 50s and I mean over and over and over again. I mean, he's supposed to be a guy that every night. Hey, who's your best guy? Who's your scorer? anybody anybody that ain't a center, one to four. Who's your guy? I mean, he he, there's no fear. He's getting killed night in and night out. And if you can't, if if you're, if you were allowing the other team to rest their best player, a lot of cases on defense because you, because they're not guarding you.
0: Yeah, you have to, Yeah,
2: I, I you got to you got to give us something on the other side. And you can't give me nothing on the other side. I mean, if these guys are going to get 40 a night. Then what are we doing? Like, just, yeah. Then what I mean, at least get the guy in foul play.
0: trouble or something. Yeah.
2: Then you can't play. And, and I, you know, I know, I know a lot of people like her. I, I thought he did some good stuff last year. I, I feel like he's taking a step backwards this year. I really do. I mean, I, I he just hadn't played well for, for me.
0: I think that's fair to say about, about a number of guys. I think, um, I think, man, probably the only guy you can see, like, clearly, clearly, clearly non-debatable has taken a major step forward this season would have to be Najee. Um, We haven't seen much of Kyra so far this season. Um, When you look at a guy like um, like Garrett, who, you know, to his credit, gave you some valuable minutes um, last game when he came in. Um, Look at a guy like DG, uh, even Billy, um, tonight gave you some valuable minutes early on. Um, is it a case of just that roster does not having enough contributors, self-creators, guys? So, you know, you don't have a lot of top defenders on this team. So you would hope that these guys would at least be able to, like, be a neutral by, you know, being efficient and effective offensively. Um, At this point, do you think if you're targeting guys via trade, you just say to hell with the defense, like go all offense and lean into your strengths? Chris?
1: Oh, well, yeah, because I mean, even, you know, you look in this game in Minnesota, um, even for a lower tier guy, like um, a Jalen Noel, they had somebody on the floor at every juncture of the game that could go out there and create positive looks. Maybe if they didn't, they didn't fall. Right. We know, we, we know what Delo can do in some stretches, um Ant Edwards Kyle Anderson from some stretches and we watched you know McDaniels create a couple shots for himself throughout the game um and see and that's the thing it, it doesn't always have to be a um you know a star or you know an above average role player sometimes it's just about having an individual even if they're at the end of your bench that can go out and create their own I think right now, George
0: George Yang for the 76ers like this, a guy like,
1: yeah, because they ran and they ran into spots to where they just couldn't create offense. And, you know, in some stretches, Jose can, but you can't count on that consistently depending on the matchup or the night. Um, because he's still figuring out who he is. Do I want to drive and create contact, or do I wanna, you know, do I wanna get three happy? Najee was working himself back, but even with that, you need more, you need more creators, you need more flexibility offensively, especially when you're with 27 points per game sitting on the bench in a jogging suit right now. That's 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 just the reality. Devontae Graham can't be the one coming in off the bench. And if you're not going to post, if you're not gonna post feed your centers the other guys that may be able in some, in some stretches to um, create for themselves. I've seen Billy Hernan Gomez do it and we know Yonas can do it. Then it has to come from someone in the back court because it can't always be CJ. It can't, it's not going to be beyond his first game back to go along with Najee and company. Um, I think you in a perfect world, you need another big man option and and another creator but if i had to pick one off like immediately it would be a creator a playmaker yeah. uh, just someone who's able to create their own and create for others um without having a table set up for them
0: right
2: yeah chris that that's a I, i'm i'm totally totally agree with you and, and it's crazy because that's a 180 i think from where i was call it a month and a half ago um uh, you know, I didn't think we needed a, a maybe two months ago. I, I didn't think we needed another player like that. And now I'm, 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 couldn't agree with you more that th- this team needs another legitimate offensive player um, at the guard position. I mean, it, it can't just be a sequence of C.J. McCollum, ISOs, or or high ball screens and like, hey, go get a bucket all the time. Um, or, or same thing with Brandon. I mean, I, I I spent a little time today, and I mean, looking at, at guys that might be available, teams that are clearly already taking a step, you know, toward the off season, and looking at, at teams like Charlotte and Terry, guys like Terry Rozier, and, you know, I, I think they're probably not going to move off P.J. Washington at this point, just with the whole Miles Bridges saga. Um, but but those two guys are names that you've heard as, as could be available that I think you know, fit sort of that versatile big ish man and a guard that that can do a little creating for himself and for others. But I, I totally agree. It, it gets hard to watch. Um, we, we've had a couple of these last few games, especially. It seems like you know, with the injuries and guys just coming back, we've run some lineups out there that are like, Poof,
1: "Where's are the gonna, from? How are yeah.
2: we going to even get a look? Like, where, what are we even going to do to get a look?" Yeah, especially
0: I think that's last when some of these turnovers start stacking up, yeah. yeah. Let me, let me. Uh, uh we got a couple of messages from our sponsors. I want to go to a commercial first from uh Bird's Law. You guys be sure to support them because they support us. Great company. Check it out. This
3: podcast is sponsored by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. Birdsaw Law Firm is a family practice that has been a staple in the greater New Orleans area since 1963. Specializing in automobile accidents and slip and falls for the past sixty years, you can trust the Birdsaw Law Firm to handle your claim professionally while treating you like family in the process. The Birdsaw Law Firm is located at 918 Poydr Street near the Superdome. Give them a call today at 504-523-5413, or message them on Instagram if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. Be sure to mention Boot Crew Media sent you to get your free consultation today. Once again, you can reach them at 504. 504- 523
0: 54. 5, yeah, you know, you know after the game like tonight, you find yourself a little depressed. You know, when you're depressed, you eat. You want to go drown your sorrows. So if you're out tomorrow, you know, you're, you're on foot, you know, you're just thinking about, ah, I can't believe the pals did it to me again. Why don't you stop here at Company Burger? Have yourself a delicious, juicy hamburger.
3: Company Burger is the official burger of Pro Pels Talk and Boot Crew Media. Located at 4600 Ferret Street, Company Burger has been locally owned and operated for 11 years. Grind the meat, bake the buns, make the mayo, get the homemade tots. Company Burger uses Creekstone Farms' prime beef to create the best burger in the city with milkshakes to go and a full bar. Company Burger is open every day besides Tuesday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Can't make it out? No worries, we have you covered. You can order online right now at thecompanyburger.com or check them out on the Toast or Uber Eats app. Company Burger, the official burger of Boot Crew Media.
0: I'm passing to my guy, Chris, with a message from DraftKings.
1: Yo, man, um, you know, as we know, the conference championship games, uh, you know, Championship Sunday is is uh right around the corner. You got four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL, counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5, happy birthday, 5 $200 in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped up same game parlays, take a shot at even bigger NFL payouts, and boost your winners with each leg up to 100%. Personally, I'm looking at this um, San Francisco Philly game. You know, I'm taking the under, I'm taking the running backs. So I just think it's going to be a low score and defensive game. That's where I'm at. So, yo, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code BOOT. You see it right there in the bottom right hand corner. New customers can bet this $5 on the conference championship game and get $200 in free bet instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. Gambling problem or if someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER get them bets y'all
0: yo appreciate Chaz. that chris yes sir I, well i was just
2: gonna take a shot at kind of uh, they're trying to look you know we we're talking about um you know taking unders and stuff and I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think when we're gonna stop the bleeding we've lost six straight um and you know the next the next <laughs> shot we got is against the wizards uh, yeah. the wizards have now won the wizards are now healthy and have won four straight uh, yeah, that, playing, that is not that's not the wizard. That is not the wizards we played two, three weeks ago and, and beat the mm-hmm. dog out of. Um, and then you're at Milwaukee, you're at Denver, you're at Dallas before you come back home for a little homestand with the Lakers, Kings, Oxford. Like, when in here, does the bleeding stop?
0: Um, I had the Wizards game penciled as our only win. I I had that like just because I think. We just match up against the Wizards well. I think uh Crispus is still out. I anticipate he's gonna be out. Um yep. you never know with Bradley Bill. Um I just I just think that's a game we really match up against, you know, that team well. And also um I would hope that Brandon kind of, ha- you know, kind of finds his rhythm by next game again. You know, r- really rough first outing for him, as to be expected. Um so he played Kyle Kuzma. If he don't, if he can't get right to play Kyle Kuzma, then it just ain't gonna happen. So and look, we-
1: <laughs> and look, and look. If, if you remember Ross um, and Chaz, that's another JV centric type of matchup. They absolutely, you know. And this was the last game they played. Washington was with Porzingis, right? It was it, it was without without Bi, and the game plan was was thrown co- directly through Bi. Um, I, I I, mean, I'm sorry, through uh, Jonas, I don't I don't know if Daniel Gafford is back yet, but even but even he's if he back. Do, he's back,
0: he's back.
1: Yeah. Even even with Daniel Gafford. Yeah, he he, he could not
0: do nothing either.
1: Yeah. They don't have a matchup, I think, for Jonas. It gives him an opportunity to get some things going. You get two days off, you know what I'm saying? Get an opportunity, hopefully, to, um, you know, get get some guys some added rest and, you know, get some of that extra rust off. Get a victory there because you got to get your mind right because the next night you go into Milwaukee uh, on a back-to-back and then you got to play Denver again that following Tuesday, man. And you're going to need to do that because then it's Dallas and Lakers and the Kings after that. It doesn't get any easier.
0: I have a final question for you guys, right? Final question. Do the Pelicans make a trade this week? Is it this week going into the weekend? Do you think they can – some would say even if you make a trade – you're punting those games anyway, right? Because you got to get guys, you know, kind of, you yeah. know, ingratiated and, you know, and figure out the offense. But, hey, I would say if you're going to lose anyway, at least lose for a cause. At least lose because you're you're trying to figure out how to incorporate a new guy into the offense. Do you guys think the Pelicans make a move this week? Well, it helps. Already Wednesday. Do you think they make a move by this weekend? <laughs>
2: I, I don't think they do. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I really am a little pessimistic about about what we're gonna do. And I and I'll say this: I don't think we're gonna be the first movers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some. I, I think a, a, a shoe will drop before we make a move. I, I I mean, look from what we've heard, they're engaged, keeping an eye on what's going on. I just, I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't see us making some like massive, massive deal. um That's just my opinion. <laughs> How are you, Chris? <laughs> I,
1: I, I think Griff will end up, uh, will end up making a move. I don't necessarily think it will be, it will be this week. um I think he has a lot of, a lot of, uh you know, real estate locked into, you know, the fact that, some excuses are there. Welcome, welcome you back, Brandon, and you know, in company, um, tire legs, so on and so forth. But I will say this: if this, which is now was it a seven-game losing streak or is it or the six? I think it's
2: five. I think tonight was six.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. If it if it's if, it, if it's six, I think this team gets back, if they lose their next four in a row, they get close, or even when Brandon starts looking looking back to his pre-uh, I guess, injury self. And you're still losing games and principles that, that even they didn't back. If you can't look close or build minimum momentum back to close to the team that made the playoffs last year, if you're not even looking close to that and keeping some of these games competitive, then I think he'll make a move. I don't think it'll be this week. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, you can't, there's, there's no, some point, you got to step in and stop the bleeding. And if this team continues to lose and Zion isn't, isn't, you know, you're not. An update on his injury won't happen for another, you know, week and a no, half least at least. least, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there's no there, there's no help in sight, and the schedule's only getting tougher. The bleeding continues. You got to step in and think and they can make a move. I don't think it'll be at the end of this week, but if it continues, I think by the beginning of February, you might see something happen.
0: Okay, you heard it here first, guys. So uh, lock lock in, it, maybe It's going to get us. Uh, it's going to get interesting. So I'm Chad Chess. That's Ross. That's Chris Connor. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. The Pelicans fall 102 to 111. Keep your prayers up, guys. We out. <laughs>